Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas. dot com slash acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Well, hello, welcome to Jules Says. I'm Julie Jules. If you happen to follow me on Instagram at Jules Says. You may have seen a recent photo of me with silky, shiny, curly gray hair, as designed by none other than Andrew Johnston in his efforts to create for me a lamb do, which is a hairstyle that I will never have as long as I live. If it was beautiful, shiny, silky curls like Andrew depicted, I'd probably try it. But I mean, there's no chance of that. I do not have that much hair. A few people responded that they really liked it, and I have a feeling a few of them actually think that I had that done. But no, no, my hair is the color of a dead mouse—something you would find in your garage, dead. That's the color of my hair. I get blonde highlights. I wish I had that color of gray, because then I would rock that. Anyway, I've been watching an interesting show called Phoenix Rising. With Evan Rachel Wood chronicling her experience of when she was in a relationship with Marilyn Manson, and holy cow, I think it's worth watching. We've been on the subject of sex pests at work. This is another famous person who has gotten away with narcissistic domestic abuse. For a prolonged period of time, and I've seen a few comments where people go, "Woo, she was an adult. She was eighteen." Stop doing that. Legally, she was an adult. I agree with Catherine Ryan. It is very creepy for men in their thirties to be targeting eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-old girls, particularly if there's an imbalance of power. Based on this documentary, he absolutely loves dominating, abusing, and causing pain. So it kind of goes with his stage persona. One hopes that someone with that stage persona isn't really like that in real life. I don't know what he went through in his own life to make him that way. I just don't understand why people defend that guy. And there's another example of why women don't come forward. She, of course, has been inundated with death threats for daring to expose the reality 
of being abused, tortured, and more. I don't care if you're 40. I am 63. I am physically not strong enough. If somebody wants to tie me up and abuse me, they're physically able to do it if they get me alone in a room. They probably don't want to. I know they like hot young girls, but that's part of what's so shitty about it. Anyway, Phoenix Rising, it was, um, it's actually quite fascinating, but disturbing. On a lighter note, it's October, it's fall, and this week we have had summer weather here in beautiful Toronto. I'm not just talking about nice weather. We've had full-blown summer weather, a high of 24, 25 for the next couple of days, the humidity making it feel up to 30 degrees Celsius. 25 is 77 degrees Fahrenheit. 30 is 86, just for reference, if you're on the Fahrenheit scale. It's hot. The average high this time of year is closer to 17 degrees, which is still really beautiful, but isn't it so Canadian of me to talk about the weather? We tend to bore people with it all the time because winter and boiling hot summers. A lady I work with said that they're forecasting snow next week, and you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. That's what we get. No smooth transition, just this up and down wild weather patterns that have no rhyme or reason. Carrie and Alan and grandfather slash Uncle Abe's brothers, Pete and Isaac, were here on Sunday to celebrate Abe's 47th birthday, which I will henceforth refer to as Squash Fest. One of the great things about fall is squash, and Abe and I both love all the squashes so much. We had acorn, butternut squash, pumpkin pie, pumpkin pudding, plus potatoes, carrots, Brussels sprouts, turnips, sweet potatoes, and veggie burgers. Squash Fest. I've had to remind Abe multiple times that he is not turning 48 this year. I will be rounding him up to 48 on my 64th birthday, which is around the corner, but he's humoring me now by just saying, well, I'm almost 50. Thank you, Abe. That's so kind. It does make me feel a little bit better. Although now that he's discovered the swimming cheat code, he's swimming and biking and running and just basically euthanizing. No, not euthanizing. Euthening. Yes, I will call aging in reverse euthening. Euthanizing. I mean, I could run and swim and bike in an effort to euthan myself, I guess, but I just really don't want to work that hard. I walk, I swim, I bike, I go to the gym and dance classes sporadically, but it's never enough to euthan me. Maybe I'm not working hard enough at it, but it's really hard to spend so much time doing something you'd rather not do. I remember talking to someone years ago who went to the gym every night. So, I said, you must enjoy going to the gym then. Not really. Ah, uh, okay. I recall saying something like, I don't know, I would like to be fit, but honestly, I also don't want to spend every waking minute of my life doing something I don't like doing. I already spend so much time at work, and even though I'm grateful for my job, I am, I am, I am, I don't really like it. And then when I come home, I cook. I don't love cooking. A special meal once in a while, yes, but the day-to-day, -day, no, I don't like it. And I clean, and I launder, and I'm responsible for the procurement of all the goods required for the family. And I had this conversation when my children were still at home, so it was more work then. 
And it's also not feasible to go out every night when you have children at home. Even if they're teens, they need you around. Plus, I'm absolutely just not prepared to add another thing I don't like doing onto the heap. What percentage of our waking hours should we be expected to spend doing things we don't want to do? I don't know. I think, I guess, I know people in the world have to work a lot harder than I do. And maybe they never do anything they want to do. So I'm lucky. I know I'm lucky. I know I'm privileged. But still, I do like dance classes, but it does seem rather pointless more and more the older I get because it's too late for me to ever get good at any of these dance styles. And the and the older I get, the more self-conscious I get. In a way, it's so weird because it's supposed to be the other way around. And, and in some ways, it is the other way around. But then in other ways, it's not. I went to a heels dance class on Saturday at City Dance Corps, which is a local studio near me. They have a wide variety of dance class options, lots for children and lots for adults, which I appreciate. But I felt so self-conscious, even though I've done these classes before. I went to a jazz dance class on Monday, and I loved it, but I felt self-conscious. And my great idea this week was to wear baggy sweatpants and a baggy paint shirt so I couldn't really see myself in those mirrored walls. I thought maybe that would help. Then I read a post from a dear friend of mine's daughter who owns a dance studio in Sarnia, Blue Water Dance Academy. And her post was something like, you're showing up to dance, you're showing up to perform, this is using your body, the teacher needs to see how your body is moving, you need to see how your body is moving. How is the teacher supposed to correct you if they can't see your body? So, I guess I won't do that anymore. But these are drop-in classes, so it's not as though I'm really aspiring to be good, because I know that's a lost cause. Why do I do this to myself? I do love the heels dance genre and jazz and Broadway, I do. And I love that they embrace all ages and body types. But I can not accept my own age and body type. I think everyone else looks great. And the teacher was lovely. And we, we did all these these sexy heels dance walking moves and then moves where you kind of run your hands along your body as you do a little body roll, squat down, back up with the booty leading the way. I can do it. It's not that I can't do it. It's beginner level. But then at the end, she wanted us to improvise. (laughs) Yeah, of course, if you're a dancer, you should be able to improvise. It's art. It's expression. And this was very important, she said. I'm going to watch for it, she told us. We were told we had to make eye contact with ourselves in the mirror. There is no way I could make eye contact with my reflection. And I could not improvise the sexy dance moves. I can only improvise if I'm joking around about it. Or or I can improvise the mom dance or something similarly silly. I was dressed the way I was dressed so that I would not have to look at myself. Is it me or do you feel that way sometimes? And maybe if you do feel that way, the smart thing to do is to just not go to the dance class. But for some reason, I'm just not quite ready to to stop trying. And people think that what you're wearing doesn't matter. And maybe it shouldn't. 
but it certainly influences how you feel. I dressed like a drudge because I felt like a drudge, and then I felt like a drudge partly because that's how I was dressed. It's a vicious cycle. So if you're feeling a bit drudgy, do yourself a favor and just put something nice on, and hopefully it will lift your mood a bit. The other thing I don't ever do, well, I rarely do, is look in a full-length mirror, except at dance class where you can't avoid it. I just imagine what I'm putting on will look like, and then I go with that. Because if I look in a mirror, I'll probably change clothes. And this is why I can't try on clothes in a shop. If I try something on and I look at myself, I will not buy it. This level of self-consciousness is a demonic curse that I hoped or assumed I would outgrow with age, but it's still there. I guess you are who you are, which might seem strange coming from someone who will dance like a fool in public without any booze, but the conditions have to be right. First of all, the music has to tell me to dance. Secondly, I have to be in the company of people I'm very comfortable with. Third, no mirrors or cameras. Fourth, if I'm trying to make someone laugh, that's good. Or if I'm in a costume. And maybe this is why drag is so much fun. Drag is a costume. And I love that. By the way, I just found out last night that Drag Race UK is available in Canada on Crave. I was so happy. Last night, I watched the full first episode, the same episode that I got to see part of at the premiere screening with Catherine when I was in England. I was quite invested by the time we left, and so I'm really glad that I got to see the end of the episode. No spoiler alerts. Watch it yourself if you can. I'm hooked. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I know some people have to be a little bit hammered to feel comfortable dancing. But are people more fun when they're drunk? A friend told me years ago that he drinks to tolerate other people. Maybe people feel as though they're more fun because they feel less inhibited. Maybe your idea of fun changes the more hammered you get. Maybe your memory is a bit foggy, and maybe you think you had more fun than you actually had. I don't think I'm more fun when I've been drinking. Maybe a little for a bit, but I also know that I can become a little belligerent and the next day, I feel absolutely sick with worry as I ruminate over everything I said or did. 
but some people are a little more fun after a few drinks have loosened them up. Ever since the Hot In Here concert that we went to with Carrie and Alan, Carrie has been clamoring, I want Funkle Abe! And it is true that Abe pretty much does have to have a few drinks to feel comfortable dancing. But now that he's doubled down on his health, I don't think we're going to see Funkle Abe again for a long time. The trick is letting go of your inhibitions and self-consciousness without the booze. People really aren't thinking about you that much. People aren't as worried about what you say and do as you are unless you've really offended them. Or maybe don't let go of your inhibitions. Maybe just stay home and watch TV. Or practice another language. Or learn to play an instrument. Or read a good book. Or sew something. These are all things I really enjoy. Get some projects around the house done. Maybe we waste too much time trying to socialize and have fun. There are a lot of solitary things that I don't get around to doing that I would like to do. It's interesting, though, to observe changes in yourself, such as maybe not wanting to do things you used to enjoy. Abe and I were recently invited to go to an Oktoberfest party, and we had plans, so we weren't able to go. But honestly, neither of us really regretted missing it. I mean, what do you do? You go to a hall, you spend money boozing it up, and then you feel like garbage the next day. Or you go and you don't booze it up, but then maybe you feel out of place or that you're not part of the fun because everyone else is boozing it up. That's partly why it's so hard for people with alcohol problems to stop. The whole, the whole lifestyle that surrounds it. There was a lively party at one of the houses behind us this week. The old me would have looked out the window and thought, oh, that looks like so much fun. But now, the idea kind of leaves me cold. I just feel like, why would I bother? An out-of-town friend of mine, who's only a few months younger than I am, came to visit last week, and we had dinner and a really nice chat. But she had to get right back that night. I'll come back, she promised. I'll stay the night next time. We can go dancing. Dancing? Even though I love to dance, it has to be spontaneous. I like dancing in the kitchen. The idea of going out specifically to dance really doesn't appeal to me. I mean, if I go out and I happen to feel like dancing, that's great, but I wouldn't go out with the intention. And it wasn't something I did even when I was young. What if I go and I don't feel like dancing? Then I feel like a party pooper. What if people stare at us because we're old and we're out of place? I really don't like that. What if we go to an old's place and the old men think we're there to meet some of them? I just really want to have a good chat. That's just the only thing I want. I don't want crowds. I don't want loud noise. I don't want parties. I don't want fuss. I never really liked loud dance clubs, even when I was young. But not so very long ago, the idea of going to a party appealed to me. And now, ugh, let's just have a chat or go see a show and then have a chat. And I've been bothering less and less with booze. I mean, I was never a regular or heavy drinker. I was just an occasional binge drinker. But the older I get, the less I like the way it makes me feel. I've lately been taking my soda stream to parties so I can just make sparkling water with a little splash of lemon or lime juice. That's really all I want. I feel like I'm having something special, which is probably just as well. 
When the Canadian Guidance on Alcohol and Health updated their standards earlier this year, I didn't. I don't think people believed it. I think it was this year. But I said to Abe, that's probably not going to change anyone's habits. But I have to admit, I actually do think of it when I consider whether or not to have a drink. So to my surprise, it has changed my habits. Here's what it says. You might think this is extreme. I kind of think it's hard for a lot of people. Zero drinks per week. Not drinking has benefits such as better health, better sleep. And most weeks I typically have zero drinks. Two standard drinks or less per week. That's like two glasses of wine or two beers. You are likely to avoid alcohol-related consequences for yourself or others at this level. I had one drink at Grandfather Abe's Squash Fest slash birthday dinner. I had two on Friday with my friend, which I would have thought to be minimal. But I'm over the two-drink standard. Three to six standard drinks per week. Whew. Your risk of developing several types of cancer, including breast and colon cancer, increases at this level. And three to six drinks a week for a lot of people seems really, really minimal. I know a lot of people who have a drink after work or even a glass of wine pretty much every day. I don't think most of us would ever consider this excessive. But now the Canadian standard is saying this. I wonder if booze sales have actually gone down. It goes on. Seven standard drinks or more per week. Your risk of heart disease or stroke increases significantly at this level. I definitely drank more than seven drinks when I was in England last week visiting Catherine and the family. And guess what? My resting heart rate was actually elevated. I know this because of my Fitbit. Each additional standard drink radically increases the risk of alcohol-related consequences. Mm-hmm. They go on to say that consuming more than two standard drinks per occasion, that's the binge drinking I do, is associated with an increased risk of harm to self and others, including injuries and violence. Yeah, more than two seems minimal, because I know a lot of people who would have five or six before they felt anything, but I guess they have to be conservative. But I like that they include the risk of violence because that's absolutely true. Often people who drink to the point of violence, even if it's just raging or throwing things, and maybe I shouldn't say just, but I mean not actually punching anyone. I think a lot of times people who do this have no idea how powerful the impact of that behavior is on the people who are on the receiving end or who are witnessing it. A lot of times they normalize that behavior. And then I found anyway with some people, if they apologize for it, they don't necessarily change unless they actually stop drinking. And I've also been told that people who can't tolerate that behavior are being too sensitive. And this is one of the reasons I'm very careful not to overdo my drinking to the point of getting hammered. I've never become physically violent but like I said before, I have been belligerent, rude, and I think that's disgusting. I don't want to disgust myself. I don't want to be that person. Plus, now that I'm old, I really do feel it the next day, and it's not worth it. Not to mention the calories. Okay, I don't, I don't recommend counting calories, and I don't actively count calories. I did do that obsessively when I was young, and I never want to slide back into that, that 
horrible obsession ever again. But probably from a lifetime of childhood and teen and young woman conditioning, my mind cannot completely ignore the calories. And I don't necessarily think there's any harm in having a vague awareness of empty calories at least, especially when your Fitbit tells you that you only burn an average of 1,100 to 1,200 calories a day. So a glass of wine every day would certainly add up over time. Needless to say, Squash Fest was very civilized. We're heading to see Abe's family for Canadian Thanksgiving, and it will also be very civilized. There will be no drama. Sometimes we do have a lot of fun with the Latkamans, but I've never seen fighting or belligerence or drama like that, and I love that. It's very safe. But a part of me wonders, in a way, what's wrong with me? Am I no fun? Am I capable of having fun? Was I ever fun? What's the point? Am I on my way to becoming reclusive? Maybe this is how it starts. Maybe this is how an elderly dog feels when they stop chasing the ball you throw or stop wanting to go for a walk. Maybe it's because I'm just getting old. Sorry, Carrie. At least we have Funkel Abe now and then. Thank you for listening. If you have anything you'd like to share, email me at jewelsays at gmail.com. Have a wonderful week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.